welcome to my podcast, uh, Breadcrumbs. This is your host, Ashley, a.k.a. Ash Kitten, and uh, let's get started. So, um, a lot of things have been going on in my life. I really, really wish that one of these days when I update y'all, I could say, wow, everything is just going so smooth, but it's not. There's still positives. There's still things to look at that are positive, but there's a lot of bad things happening. And um, it's really difficult for me to to muddle through them right now um, just because so much, it's like raining negativity. And it's hard because some of these situations are just like I was saying in some of my previous episodes that it's things that you can't control. You can't control death. You can't control people dying. You can't control... Um, certain things and they happen and they are negative you can look at them in some positive lights but they have a negative effect on your life and um I have had just a terrible whirlwind of events happen in a short period of time along with the ones that you already know about um recently like one of my kids was baker acted again um he is showing signs of very sociopathic behavior and it's very scary to me because his dad is a sociopath and you know I don't want him to end up like that but I am the mother of a child that needs help but also I want to protect my other children because he's not my only child so it's it's very um it's a very scary place to be um so he broke a window on me um, a couple days ago, a few days ago, and the glass shards went into my backside. I'm okay. Nothing like major. Um, it just was really like mind blowing that it had escalated to that level where there's just like not a care, you know, like I, you know, I'm bleeding on the floor and it's like, oh, well, I don't want to be here because cops are going to get called, you know, like to me that just, I don't know, there's just something about that, but I'm here because I want to help everyone, including from the inside of my family, like I want to make my kids' lives better, and um, so I'm looking at possible residential treatment for um, that child, and um, my that's my 15-year-old son who's turning 16 this month. And then my um, 12-year-old son who I had to put in a place that is a runaway shelter, which sucks. But um, I'm actually on my way there now for like a family counseling meeting for him. But it's like, I want all five of my kids with me, you know. I fought for this for so long. And they apparently have been so brainwashed by their father that that's not what they want. They want to live their life and do what they want to do. The trouble is they're still kids and they can't go and do the things that they want to do. Particularly the things that they want to do involve illegal activity. So of course I'm a good mom and I don't want them to do those things, but they think I'm a bad mom because I don't let them do those things. So that's where I struggle at is that they disrespect me. They say things that hurt my feelings really bad. Um, lately, it's been really, really bad because I've heard some crap talking about me that I wish I hadn't heard. But 
I was in the hospital yesterday and the day before and the day before yeah and um, you would think that my kids would care but they like my younger ones really do they they saw the incident after the aftermath of it while still like bleeding on the floor and it was like it was a very vivid and traumatic thing for them um, so it terrified them and I tried to reassure them like I'm okay it's just blood <laughs> but they're little nine and nine and six so what do you expect you know they're they're terrified it traumatized them so now I have to work through that kind of trauma with them because everything that happens to a, a kid is an event that you should focus on like every day in school is something that you need to work through a process and every big event that happens to them is something that you need to work through a process as a parent um, because those things will leave lasting impressions if not and, and leave a lot of questions and so today I spent like an hour and a half talking to my daughter um, I'm sorry this isn't gonna be super long because I'm in a lot of pain but um, <laughs> and I apologize for that but um, driving and tired and hurting and I gotta do a meeting soon and it's I haven't even been able to really sleep so um, I apologize for not updating you guys and letting you guys in on what's going on and for not giving life advice um, one thing that stuck out to me this week was um, when I was bringing my son into the place that he's at for um, about 30 days is the the duration of time he's about he's supposed to be there um, and hold on, let me mute this so that way oh it is muted goody goody okay sorry about that my GPS I didn't want it to interrupt me so um, when I brought him into the facility that he's gonna be at for the next 30 days um, the lady that I was talking to that knew nothing about our situation I had to explain everything and she was just like are you serious like all of this has happened since October how are you still a living and I'm like God <laughs> that's the only explanation I have is God like I don't know how I'm doing anything really I don't even know how I'm paying my bills I don't know how I'm getting through each day each hour let's say that um, except for God and positivity. That's the only way to get through it. Because if I was to look at the negative, like for real, I would have killed myself. That's just the ups and downs. Like that's just the, that's just the black and white of it. Like that's what it is. It is what it is. There's been so much happening. Like not only what I told you guys, I just about a couple weeks ago lost my uncle who gave me inspiration all my life for music and for singing and I love to sing and he's the one who told me get in front of the mic sing um have confidence in yourself like don't be afraid of what people think and I spent every summer at his house when I was a kid and just he was he was the greatest man he was the greatest man alive and it's just a shame like he died of oh my gosh he died of lung cancer which also less than a week ago my grandfather died of lung cancer and um, facing that as well and um, I was close to him but not as close as I was to my uncle but I was close to my grandpa too so it's just 
it's hard because you lose people so close together for the same thing and you're like, why are people still smoking cigarettes? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Why? I look at it like this. What if you look at it like from an outside perspective? Like how I, I look at things like an alien would look at our planet, you know? Because sometimes I just feel like I am an alien on this planet and like I'm here to gather information because I don't, I can't wrap my head around some of the concepts, right? So like imagine going to an alien planet and you find out that there's like some kind of arsenic or something that's like really poisonous and that people are basically falling over themselves to do this of course there's going to be a phone ringing at this point of course sorry about that so um so why do we indulge in things that are poison like i i just don't wrap my i can't wrap my head around it feel good or not like it just doesn't make sense to me other things make you feel good you know like cake makes you feel good, but it doesn't kill you. It does if you indulge in it way too much, like, of course, but I mean, drugs like kill you. And to, to put yourself through that just for like, and, and you don't even get like all the smokers that I have met and known, they don't even get anything from it anymore. It's just like an addiction. It controls you. You have to have it after every meal and stuff. And I'm not bashing anyone who smokes. And, and I know addiction is a real thing and it's hard. But I just don't understand why people start in the first place. Like, oh, I'm going to look so cool because I'm going to smoke a cigarette. And I'm dealing with that with my own kids. Like, my own kids are addicted to smoking. And I'm talking about as young as my 12-year-old. So, um, and not just smoking tobacco, but smoking marijuana. So, it's... It's just something that I don't understand how it's become like a thing where people do that's cool, but it, it kills people on the other side of it, on the other end of the spectrum, it kills people. And I just found out that, so my uncle died of it, my grandpa died of it, all within a two week period. And then my aunt, who I'm really, really close to, who I don't want to lose, she got diagnosed with stage three of it. So. I just, like, why are we losing so many people to something so stupid when it, it's, it could have never been a thing. Like, whoever invented those things, it could have just never been a thing. And I'd still have those people in my life, you know? I don't know. Everything happens for a reason. I look at the positives. Um, I think one thing that's really cool is that for my uncle's, um, instead of doing a funeral or a memorial, our traditional thing we just had a big blowout party like everybody he ever knew and loved came we had live music it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful we had things like representing him on a table that you know would have represented his personality and oh my god there was a car accident oh no oh it's bad oh my gosh oh pray for those people Oh, that, that is just awful. Oh, oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Oh, dear Lord, please help them. Um, sorry, those types of things just really shock me because somebody, somebody just now got a phone call, you know, that somebody that they care about is in critical condition or just got into an accident.
and it's scary stuff. It really is. It's scary to me. Um, God, it sucks. I hate passing accidents. I just pray that they're okay. Um, that's why I shouldn't drive and do podcasts. And all the noise that you guys are hearing, all the background noise from driving. But this is the only way I could fit it in because I just literally have no time. I'm literally just like doing everything that I can to survive right now. I don't even have time to talk to my mom. She's always like texting me like, are you still alive? And I'm like, barely. But yeah, I'm here. And um, I don't want to talk to you guys about something really serious and this is going to be actually probably my next few episodes because I'm going to hit on the subject of depression and I'm going to go full force on it. You guys, we need to tackle this. We need to get this talked about. We need to get this dealt with. If you're having issues and you don't want to talk about it, you need to talk about it. And if you want to, if you want to message me and we can talk about it on my, on my podcast, that's fine link up and talk about it together like whatever you want to do but I refuse to lose another person to them thinking that life isn't worth living and um, I have lost people that way and that really sucks because that is something that goes against our freaking DNA it makes no sense to me because think about it um, one thing that I used to be like suicidal and I used to be um, depressed and I used to have like depressive thoughts and suicidal ideations and things and one thing that I learned is that our instinct for survival runs so much deeper than our own psyche like if you try to stick your head into a tub full of water for as long as you're sitting there doing that and you're thinking about oh I want to die I want to die I want to die the second that reality hits that you are actually going to die your body reacts you you're it doesn't matter what pain you're in or what you're going through you save yourself no matter what the only way that people kill themselves is ways that they can't come back from taking pills cutting their wrists things that if you hang yourself you can't get out of it you know like things like that you cannot just put your hands around your neck and choke yourself to death. You can't because you're going to let go. You're going to fight it. That is human instinct of survival. And yet something inside of us overrides that and, and pushes us past no return. Makes us take pills. Makes us go to a, a dark place. And we need to talk about it. We need to talk about depression because it is an epidemic. And it is caused by so many things. But it, if we talk about it more, I feel like it's going to be less of a taboo subject. I mean, when I talk about it with people, it's kind of, I get the impression that, and it depends on who I'm talking about it with, because when I'm around like-minded people, they understand that it, it does need to be talked about, it does need to be discussed. When I'm talking about it with close-minded people, of course, it has a different kind of, um, it leaves a different kind of impression, you know, and the people who are close-minded are always like, oh, let's not talk about that, I don't want, I don't want you to be a Debbie Downer, and, you know, and stuff, but, I mean, there are so many people that are suffering silently, that every time you ask, are you okay, they say yes, and they don't mean it, 
and they're one thought away. One thought away. Think about that. Because all it takes is that decisive thought. They're one thought away. And you could have stopped it. But, but we don't go further than asking, like, hey, how are you? Sometimes we don't even expect the response. We just keep going. Like, hey, how are you? And we keep walking. Like, what is that even? In As a human, like, what are you doing? Like, I get, like, waving at someone and, you know, not always expecting a wave back. But asking a question of how someone's doing, which is a very personal question, and then just continue walking. Is it because we just want to fill up the silence or we feel awkward walking by someone and making eye contact and we have to fill that gap with something? I mean, we have to tackle the issue um, that is plaguing humanity and it is social media. It is making people antisocial. It is causing more depression than I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen so many people depressed. And, you know, there's some people who are, you know, using it as a fad. And then there are some people who are actually depressed. And I'm not going to tackle the ones who are using it as a fad because they make people that are actually dealing with it look bad. So I just think if you're doing that, shame on you. But if you really are in pain and you're hurting, you need help. You need someone to talk to. And, and, You've got to find a way to get your survival instinct on. You gotta find a way to get through it. And it's just, it's just what you think that situation is that is plaguing you is not as big as you think it is. Like there have been situations in my life that I thought were so big and insurmountable. And then I got through them. And then I went through worse stuff. And I was like, well, I got through that one thing that I thought was worse than anything in the world. And so I can tackle anything. I'm, I'm able to do this. We are a lot stronger than we give ourselves credit for. We have the ability to, to build people up and build ourselves up and have confidence in ourselves to do anything. Literally anything. And we also have the ability to discourage ourselves and cause ourselves to fail. And like the Bible says, the power is in the tongue. It's a, it's a two-edged sword. And it, it's sharper than any two-edged sword because it can kill, it can destroy. Um, but it is also powerful enough to create. Um, think about it just for a second. If you are a Christian, God spoke the world into existence just with words. Words are so powerful. We have power. We just don't use it. And we I know that um, I try my best to use every single one of my words to uplift people or to reach people. I try my absolute best, no matter how negative someone is towards me, to not be negative back. Because even if they're negative towards me, I never want to be causing negativity in their lives. I never want to be that person that... Um, no matter what, even if they're not focusing on their own problems and they're just like in a bad place and they're just mean to everybody, I don't have the right to call someone out on their life. That's their life choices. That's what their life is about. That's what they're doing with their life. And if they're mean to me, then I just don't let that affect me. And I don't put myself around someone where I can be affected by that. But I've built up a very tough exterior, I would say, 
to be able to withstand a lot more than I used to. And that's because I just stopped, I just stopped to think like, why are these people lashing out? Why are people so hurt? Because they're so angry and they're so mean, but where does it come from? It comes from somewhere. They've been hurt really bad. And no, it's not an excuse to hurt people. It's not. But who am I to judge them? Uh, what if I would have went through they what they went through? I don't know how I would have handled it. So I just want, this is just a, like a little preview about depression, but we're going to be tackling that like probably like for three or four podcasts because I want to get it saturated on my channel where people are like mainly seeing that so we can talk about it and we can get that really um, handled and dealt with because my 12 year old has depression. Um, I have a friend that is awesome and is a drummer and really cool and amazing person and he's actually like the depression is killing him and um and I hope and pray that every positive word that I say saves his life um but I don't know and um there's just a lot of people that are facing depression. I mean, and, and you see like all these memes about it and stuff. Like I'm suffering with clinical depression. Like, and it's it's kind of a thing that's kind of scoffed at or joked about, and everybody's diagnosing themselves. But it's real. It's real and it's heavy, and it is not a thing to be scoffed at or laughed at. You can laugh at yourself sometimes, and I think that's healthy. Where you're like, haha, I'm I'm ridiculous sometimes, but it's another thing to just play so lightly on the subject of depression like that you know I'm guilty of laughing at memes too so don't think that I'm not but it's a thing where it's such a serious subject and we need to be taking it more seriously um so I just wanted y'all to to know that that's going to be my focus right now um more than anything because there's just so many lives in jeopardy, and if this can save one, then it's worth it. If this can help one person reach out to somebody that they care about and know that they're struggling, then it's worth it. So, um, I love you guys, and I'm about to go to the family session with my son. So, I appreciate you guys listening to me, subscribing, liking my podcast. I really appreciate everything that you guys do. All the support and feedback that you guys give me I have not been at all able to respond to any feedback lately but as you know things that have been going on I just haven't been able to but I still appreciate it and when I'm able to I will respond to it um, sometimes it makes my day just reading some of it and I don't respond because I don't have time but know that it made it made me smile on a day that I otherwise wouldn't have had a reason to so every positive thing thrown my way is is just amazing to me i love you guys and i have to go thank you so much bye